Hey, this is John Legadakis of johnlegadakis.com and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of an interview I do each week with other internet marketers, personal development and business leaders where we talk about how we can better promote our products and services online, get more traffic and make more sales. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. Hi, welcome to the podcast, everyone. It's great to have you here today. I have a special guest with me today. I have One Click Lindsay with us. So welcome, Lindsay. John, thanks for having me on the show today. Hey, it's our pleasure. Let me tell you a bit about One Click Lindsay. She's a web strategy expert working with small business owners to help them utilize the web to produce more website traffic and leads. Lindsay is a founder and CEO of trafficandleads.com that specializes in driving traffic, getting leads, and the art of nurturing leads to become lifelong clients. One Click Lindsay is an expert in landing pages, email sequences, search engine ranking, newsletter, analytics, social media, pay-per-click ads, websites, blogging, list goes on. She knows how to utilize a myriad of online marketing options to generate more traffic and leads which produces more paying clients. Now, for the benefit of our listeners, Lindsay, before we get into what you do today to help businesses, Tell us a, a bit about you personally, uh, Lindsay. So a bit about your background, where you're from, growing up and so forth. Sure, absolutely. So again, super happy to be here. So probably like a lot of your listeners, I kind of grew up always kind of having that entrepreneurial spirit, although I'm not really sure where I got it considering um, none of my family is entrepreneurial at all. So my parents are still kind of like, how's that, you know, how's that little side business you're running working out for you? Maybe you should, you know, go get a real job. Um, It's working out pretty well. But anyway, so I grew up in a very small town in Idaho called Idaho Falls. I'm sure nobody that is listening to this has ever heard of that. But essentially, like I said, I was always an entrepreneur. I like Instead of babysitting, I had started a babysitter's club where I was like dishing out the babysitters to the different parents in the neighborhood. Um, right. Then I got a job at a then I got a job at a swimming pool and and that's right when the internet came out and the parents would come in to sign up their kids for swimming lessons and it was just this paperwork nightmare. So I created a pretty simplistic way for parents to go online and basically uh, register their children for swimming lessons and then I sold that to a couple of local pools. So it just made, yeah, so it just made sense to kind of go into information systems in college so that I could, you know, understand all the, all the stuff behind it. And so that's what I did. Then I got a really boring job, John, at a, at a nuclear waste facility in Idaho, because that's where everyone works in Idaho. So I was creating some program, I was programming out there and it was super boring. So on the side, I was creating websites for clients and eventually that job got so boring it paid so well but it was so boring that I quit made the jump and decided to start my own web development firm so that that has had its own challenges as you know John everyone mm-hmm. and their dog and their cousin's dog and everyone uh, creates websites and is a web developer on their own so yeah. um it was extremely competitive but we ended up being fairly successful. But it came to me that, you know, clients will come and go. They'll kind of, they'll find another web developer that they think can make the magic happen on the web. And I finally decided 
you know, the name of that company, John, was Web Impact. And I thought, well, why mm-hmm. are these customers coming and going? What do these people yeah. really want? And I, you know, it was pretty obvious. They don't really care if they have a website. They don't really care what's going on. What these customers need is traffic and leads. So I rebranded the entire company to trafficandleads.com, and that's what we specialize in. And really, successful online marketing comes down to way more than just a pretty website. It comes down to landing pages and email sequences and and marketing and PPC and SEO and so many other things. So that's kind of where we are now, which has really catapulted the company now that we're focused on more than just general, I'm just another web developer, to we actually can generate traffic and leads for your business. Mm. So. Yeah, definitely. And I was, I was taking a look at your website, Lindsay, and, and what I noticed was, well, in particular, one of the client testimonials stood out to me. And, and he basically said what you just mentioned there in that it wasn't for him, it wasn't just that he had a good looking site. It was the fact that it was generating leads and sales for his business. And that's so true. I mean, business owners, they don't really, at the end of the day, the, the website online, online marketing is a vehicle. It's, it's, not the, it's not what their business is about, about having a web presence, but it's, okay, how can I use the internet to grow and have a strong business? And so you, you mentioned, so you went from sort of focusing on creating websites to actually giving business owners what they wanted, I noticed also on your website that you have the five pillars of a successful online business. So one is the killer website, two, generating traffic, three, get their attention, four, email marketing, and five, build a relationship. When someone comes to you, Lindsay, what do you find, uh, what kind of approach do you take with new clients? Do you basically look look at what they're doing first? and see how you can tweak it or do is it usually people that come to you that you have to do everything from the ground up or a bit of both yeah it can be a bit of both um and honestly i'm still kind of surprised in today's day and age most people will have a website and they'll come to me and be like what's the point of this like it's not really doing anything for my business whether it's there or not so like what's next and so the next thing that i usually have to do john is look them in the eyes and say, we really have to start email marketing. Like you may have like, and I need to just explain to them the importance of having that list and that how powerful, like having a list of current clients and potential clients and those lead magnets, like that can be really, really powerful. I was just talking to a client yesterday, a photography client or a potential photography client. She runs a small photography business here in Portland, Oregon. That's where I live now. And Mm -hmm. she, she was just like, I don't want I don't want to do email marketing. It's spammy. It's, uh, I feel like a used car salesman. And um, I had to give her an example So uh, of another photography client that I have in Idaho Falls. She will literally, she has a list, and it's like a small list because Idaho Falls is about 50,000 people. Uh, she has a list of about 300 people. But if someone cancels for one of her summer weekends, John, she literally just has to send out an email to her list of 300 that mm. says, Hey, here is a coupon for 10% off. 
I am available on this Saturday, like between these times, because she likes to fill up her times. Like she likes to just take pictures on every other Saturday and she can get that thing filled up like ASAP just through sending an email. And that's how powerful email marketing is. And so I convinced her that, you know, we needed to do some irresistible offer on her website and start collecting those email addresses. But it's so important. Not only that, it keeps your Oh, it keeps your current clients close to you. They remember you. They yes. they feel connected to you. Yeah. So it's so important. Yeah, definitely. You can provide so much value. It, it doesn't have to be about the sell. Email marketing, it's it's not about Nigerian lottery, lottery scams and Russian brides. Yeah. It's, you know, it's Although Viagra. those work too, right? <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. Must be, I'm sure it's a big business. But you're right. It's about keeping that constant communication. And 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 it can it can be literally just about only providing value. You don't even have to sell until no. you come to the point where you need to, like you said. And that's a great example that you gave of the photography business. Uh, yeah, and, and I'll and, just give you I'll give you yeah. another example. I yes, am please. I am eight and a half months pregnant, right? So I'll, maybe I'll ha- you know maybe I'll have to leave early from this interview because <laughs> the child will come. But let's hope not. Um, <laughs> But I haven't been feeling, you know, tip top. So I've been, I have not been practicing what I preach and I have not been emailing my list. Well, I decided to get my act together after not emailing my list for about four months. So I sent out an email about two months ago and it was pure information email, John. It was because I also host a podcast called the Traffic and Leads Podcast. So I have my latest episode on there, a video that I've done and an article that I've written. I try to do that once a week. I send that out. I have a client from five years ago that's like, I haven't talked to for five years. She replies and is like, hey, love your emails. We need to redesign our website. Let's do this. Like she never would have reached out to me had I not sent that email. And she would have went to someone else. So you just yeah. have to keep emailing. Yeah, and it, and it can be really easy too. And uh, I do exactly the same thing, Lindsay, when each week when I release a podcast episode, I'll email my list about it. And I so- do it. Yeah, it's it's a great way. It's doesn't take me much time to do it and just keeping in touch. And and there's lots of ways you can do it as a business owner. You can just uh, say, let's say, a, re- a restaurant business, for example. Uh, another uh, a great way to, um, example, I should say, of a business that maybe, you know, if they know Tuesday nights are their slow night, send an email to their customer base and say, we're going to give you free, you know, everyone that comes in to get a free glass of wine or whatever it is, something t- a percentage off or however you want to do it, get those customers in. But you can keep people updated to just let them know what's happening in your business. Uh, if there's been any new additions to your business, it could be staff members, it could be you've, you've cre- uh, you opened up in a new location, whatever it is, uh, there's lots of things you can do with email marketing, providing value to your customer base and keeping in touch with them. I want to take a step back a bit and and talk about these five pillars that you mentioned. So with number one, the killer website. Lindsay, what do you look for when, when, you, when you're working with a client, either you're setting up a, client, a website from scratch for a client or you're coming on board to analyze what they've already got, what do you look for in creating a killer website? What's some of the fundamentals? Yeah, fundamentals include like how does it look? So in today's day and age, John, there is no reason to have an ugly website. 
Um, with WordPress or quite frankly, if you don't have the budget for even a WordPress developer, like there's freebie website or close to freebie website builders out there like Weebly and Wix. Mm. There is no reason to have an ugly website, but you do have to have like that online presence that you put on your business cards and Google knows about and all of that. So you have to make sure that your website looks good, that you have professional photography. And the one thing that most business owners really skip over is uh, attention to copywriting. So that's where a lot of my customers get stuck is they don't necessarily like I have to talk to them that you need to either hire a copywriter, we'll write the copy for you, or you need to come up with some really compelling copy, but you just can't throw a website up there without excellent copy. That's you know, that's what's going to convince people to actually do business with you. I also recommend always having a video of yourself on the website, kind of giving your your pitch because video connects you with your customers more than anything. So I always try to convince my customers to have a video on the website. And finally, I always, of course, look for the mobile friendliness of a website. So Google mm-hmm. takes that into account now, and it's just good business. Like if you, I look at my customers, customers analytics easily over 50% of most people's traffic is coming from a mobile device so pull out your phone make sure your website looks decent on a mobile device yeah great points and and just to clarify for some people I mean I'm sure most people understand what you're talking about when you talk about copy but for business owners out there when we're talking about copy on the website so we're talking about engaging people the words that we use the headlines to get people's attention so they stay and they take action for whatever yeah. it is, whether we, we want them to, the call to action is to call you or it's to sign up for your newsletter or to fill in a survey or whatever it is, click on a specific link, whatever it is, make that compelling for them and give them something to do. Don't just talk about who you are and what you do, but make sure you're gearing them towards actually taking some type of action. Um, yeah, most people, like you said, most people who come to your website, they're not going to be ready just to like, I mean, like a plumber or something might be a little different since that's more of a 911 issue. But like if you're a chiropractor and people are kind of like kind of searching around and, and thinking about it, of course, one of the most important things about a website is having a nice call to action. And I highly recommend having that in a pop up because pop-ups are going to do this more effectively than like anything at all. But you have some sort of offer some sort of way to grab their email address so that website visitor doesn't disappear into the ether and you never hear from them again. So mm-hmm. just a quick example is like a chiropractor. I have a chiropractor client and he one of his specialties is prenatal chiropractic. And so a lot of pregnant gals have back problems, right? Because we're carrying this watermelon in our stomach. So <laughs> we created a compelling offer that was like, you know, I uh, 10 ways to ease your back pain during pregnancy. Now enter your email, yeah. we'll send you this. And it works because then all of a sudden we send them this PDF. He looks like he is an expert. They perform those 10 tips. They give them some comfort and they're like, ah, oh, this guy obviously knows what he's talking about. I need to make an appointment. So it, I mean, you can come up with a compelling offer for pretty much any industry. Yeah, exactly. And it's great the way you put it there. It's basically identifying for your ideal client, what's their biggest pain, what's their biggest desire, and create that offer around that that lead magnet, the good terminology used before. The second pillar is generating traffic. So so let's say we've got this killer website. It's no good to us, obviously, if we're not getting 
traffic to it. So what do you recommend, Lindsay, when it comes to generating traffic for businesses? Yeah, the super mega best kind of traffic, of course, is what's called organic search traffic. So that's essentially people type in, Portland Chiropractor and your website pops up first. So that's mm-hmm. organic traffic from Google that, that, you know, that can take some work, but th- that kind of traffic produces the best results. So typically when we run a campaign for a client, we are doing what's called an organic SEO campaign where we identify those keywords and we try to get those to the top of Google. But in the meantime, there's ways of generating traffic today, which is pay-per-click, which if you go to Google and you type in Portland Chiropractor up in the very top and on the right-hand side, you'll see paid ads, which is essentially you tell Google, hey, Google, every time someone clicks on this ad, I am willing to pay a dollar, two dollars, sixty-seven dollars, whatever the going rate for that keyword is. Mm -hmm. Um, That'll get you traffic today. It's expensive, but that'll get you traffic today. But my very favorite kind of traffic is definitely Facebook marketing traffic because Mm -hmm. Facebook is just so powerful. You're able to drill down in on the demographics. You're able to basically be like, I need every woman between the ages of 30 to 40 that has toddlers at home in Southern California to see this ad. Yes. In no, yeah, in no, in in the history of marketing, we've never been able to get those kind of pay for those kind of eyeballs on our marketing. So, Facebook marketing is inexpensive. It works. It's my favorite kind. Yeah, great. And the third pillar you have, Lindsay, is getting their attention. And maybe we've already talked about that, have we? Or parts of it? Because you mentioned pop-ups before. Is that what you're? Is that what yeah. you're referring to about getting yeah. their attention? Getting attention is a little bit different. So when we're generating traffic, for example, let's just take that Facebook example. Hmm. If we're running Facebook ads to women, I know I keep going back to the pregnant thing, but pregnant women in Southern California, we're going to send those to a very specific page that has a pregnant lady with a backache that really kind of draws their emotion because we can take the traffic we're generating. We know what keywords they're typing in. We know the demographic. We don't want to send them all to your homepage because they're not going to convert into anything. We want to send those to different landing pages that appeal to those different women and grab or those different demographics and grab their information there. So get their attention by being like, I understand who you are. I know who you are. Give me your email address. Yeah, and in the industry we also call them, and maybe you're referring to like squeeze pages. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, yep. so so you're sending your traffic, and I tell the same thing to my clients. You know, I say when when we pay for traffic, we don't want to send them, like you said, to a home page or anywhere where they've got lots of options. So we we want to get them to do a specific thing. So if we want to get their contact details, we send them to a, a special landing page called a squeeze page, where the only option they have is really to give us their contact details, to give us their name yep. and email address or their phone number too if, if we want that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and so and that leads us to the next pillar, email marketing, and we have talked a bit about that. Any other points you'd like to share about email marketing, Lindsay? Um, the only other thing about email marketing is is the way that I usually tip, the way that I typically set up campaigns is like they'll maybe get your free white paper. Um, then I create a series of autoresponders that are maybe five to six emails long. That hey, did you get the white paper? Oh, did you see this point in the white paper? And oh, check out the testimonial I just got from this client. And then I like to wrap them. And then at the end of that, I say, hey, since we're getting along so well, I've decided to let you know that I have added you to my weekly 
monthly, however often you send out your newsletter, um, and I hate calling it newsletter, but that I've mm-hmm. added you to the general list. You'll be hearing from me once a week. But basically, don't stop emailing them. Don't email them the PDF and then never touch base with them again. That won't produce any clients. This is mm-hmm. a long-term game. When people are ready to buy, they will buy. And they you just need to make sure they keep seeing your name in their email box so that when they're ready to uh, hop on that chiropractor or that cake decorator, that you're the one that they pick because they keep seeing your name. It's like marketing 101 that we all learned in college. Top of mind awareness, you're going to be at the top of their mind. Regardless mm-hmm. if they're reading your emails or not, they'll be seeing your name. Yeah. Don't stop. Yeah. I recently signed up to someone's list to attend a live webinar, uh, sorry, a live seminar. And leading up to the seminar, it was, maybe it was a week away or two weeks away, he's, this person sent me a series of emails and they were amazing. And what I think I just loved about these emails was the story he was telling. So he didn't just say, hey, come to this seminar. You're going to learn this, 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 and this. But he talked about his story, about how and this particular seminar was about wealth creation. And so he talked about how he was struggling and his wife wasn't happy with him because he tried three different programs and he lost tens of thousands of dollars. And when he signed up for the fourth one, she, you know, she was, she was extremely unhappy, but he stuck with it and he ended up getting it to this program to work for him. And, and now, and then he talked about the lifestyle he was living in, but, but by sharing, and I, I found it too, when I've sent out a lot of emails over the years and the ones that really get people's attention and really get responses from is when I'm telling a story. I'm getting personal. And yeah. I think we, we need to, and that's really important, and, and we're going to talk about the fifth pillar, pillar building a relationship. But in our email marketing, don't be afraid to tell people your story. I remember one of the blog posts that I did and the emails that I sent out was about, the and the heading was, and the subject was about the advice I gave to my brother when he wanted to start an online business. He was interested in making money online. And people wanted to hear that because obviously what I tell my brother is is something that's going to be valuable and important. I'm not going to give my brother some bad advice. It's just something very important to do anyway with, I think, with our email marketing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's with all online marketing. Like if you're doing videos, if you're doing Facebook, you want to try to be as transparent and as personable as possible. You don't want to, every time you do a video, put on a tie and you know, make sure you're saying all the right words. People respond way better if like make a mistake here and there. It's just Mm -hmm. people respond to people. So yeah, Yeah, definitely. And so what's, what's the fifth pillar then built building a relationship? How do you help your clients to do that? Lindsay? Yeah. And we've kind of already talked about that. So Mm -hmm. that all comes through the email marketing and making sure that they keep seeing you on Facebook and that you're approachable. Uh, Video is definitely one of my favorite things. Just sharing things, uh, like you said, personal things about your life. Do you have kids? Something? Can you relate online marketing to your two-year-old? Oh, she has a two-year-old. I can relate with that. It's just being personable and doing that through email marketing and your social media marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, at the beginning, you sort of mentioned, Lindsay, that everyone, every man and their dog is uh, is an online marketer in a way. You know, they've all tinkered yeah. and making websites and things like that. But really, I know from people that I personally know and people I've worked with, business owners, they don't have time to do all this stuff that we talked about. 
they might definitely attempt to do things like creating a website but really when it comes to generating traffic and email marketing especially very few business people that are focused on their business will know how to do all this properly for business people out there that know they need to be doing this stuff that we talked about but aren't doing it yet what is it that's normally holding them back I would say it's probably, I think they get really overwhelmed. So if you're on Facebook, if you're a small business owner on Facebook for more than 10 minutes, you are inundated with ads about you need to, you know, take this course or you need to be doing this or maybe you need to go Periscope or whatever the latest, greatest craze is. And and you just need to ignore all of that and just, quite frankly, get down to basics. Like, number one, get a MailChimp account. It's free. And start with the first client you have today. Ask him his email address and tell him you're adding him to, well, basically, can we keep in contact via email, please? And I think a lot of business owners may be embarrassed that they haven't started that, so they just keep putting it off. They don't know what to say, which is why you want to hire an online marketer. They don't have time, of course, which is why you would want to hire a professional like myself or John to come in and do it for you. Like we'll do everything from from the lead generation to we'll actually even write emails and the copy for you and you can just go in and look at it and check it off, make sure that it's in your voice. You just have to stay really consistent. The other thing is that I see a lot happen with business owners is they'll get started. Like maybe they'll make a few Facebook posts and be like, oh, Facebook is totally not working where everything with online marketing, it takes time. You got to say to yourself, I don't care if anyone likes my posts. I don't care if anyone sees anything. I'm going to, or, or if everyone unsubscribes from the, all my emails, you basically have to put your head down and say, I am going to do this for nine months and I don't care what the results are, but I am going to be consistently doing this for nine months and you will get results way before nine months, but you have to put that goal in without any expectations. Yeah, I think it's so true what you're saying, Lindsay, that it's just extremely overwhelming. When you, as a business person or someone looking to start an online business, when you look at what's out there in the internet marketing space as far as programs and strategies and tactics to get your business online and promote your business online it's extremely overwhelming there's just so much out there. there's just so much info there's literally products launched every single day new products there's lots of buzz going around what we've talked about today i think is extremely important because it is the fundamentals having your killer website generating traffic getting their attention email marketing build a relationship there's not really much more you have to do. There, there is other things you can do, but you need to be doing at least those basics. And, and sort of one, one thing that came to my mind is like webinars. Webinars are fantastic, but you don't have to be doing that at the beginning. They can take, yeah. you know, setting up that can take quite a bit of time. I know I've done it. It's, it's, not, it's not, you know, a walk in the park. But the things we've talked about today, if you've implemented just those five things, these five pillars, it will do great things for your business, especially if all you have is a website and that's it and you don't have any of the other ones yet. Can you give us some example of clients that you've worked with where you, maybe they've been skeptical or they're not sure about whether you can help them or not and you've been able to come in and do good things for their business? Yeah, I have two really awesome examples for you and these kind of go back to Facebook. 
I have a client that runs a very small bed and breakfast in Idaho in a small town called Lava Hot Springs. She knew that she should be on Facebook, but she wasn't really sure like what to do. But essentially, we went on Facebook. I updated her banner, and I started creating a couple posts about her awesome meals and her rooms. And then we ran what was called a Facebook lead ads campaign, which is essentially she didn't want to pay for landing pages and stuff like that. So it was what mm-hmm. a lead ad will do is essentially Facebook, you create a lead ad. Basically, when someone comes and clicks on an ad, it takes them to a Facebook form. And since Facebook already knows everything about you, your name and your email and whatever other information that we wanted to collect was already in there. So essentially they click the ad, their name's already filled out, their email and their phone's filled out and they hit click again and we have a lead. So we started running some lead ads for, she was running a Valentine's Day special where you and your honey could come in, you could eat breakfast, you could have a tandem massage and basically stay the night in her bed and breakfast. I was Mm -hmm. running these ads. I literally spent less than $50 running these ads to a a radius of 30 miles of the bed and breakfast. She called and said, you have to stop. We're completely booked. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. and And she hadn't even touched Facebook marketing before. And all of a sudden it was pretty magical for her. Yeah, uh, the same. Yeah, the same thing happened with an insurance agent client of mine. Facebook actually knows so much about you. Facebook knows when your insurance is going to renew. They know when you're wow. up for renewal. Yeah. So we were able to run ads within a certain radius of when your insurance would renew. So we're basically like, hey, I know your insurance is going to renew. Let me call you for a brand new quote. Same thing. He's like, I'm way too busy. You got to turn these things off. Yeah. So if you can get with a professional, pay a professional, it'll reap a lot of rewards for you. Yeah, great. Thank you for sharing those. And thank you so much for your time, Lindsay, and sharing these valuable insights with us. Before you go, is there any final thoughts that you have for our listeners? Just my final thoughts is get started today. I can't, I know I've said this, this is the third time I've said this, start collecting those email addresses today. We all started with a list of zero. Even if your mom's the only person on the list, just start a list today of those email addresses. Yeah, great advice. Thanks again so much, Lindsay, for being with us. And if you want to learn more about Lindsay and and how she can help you with your business and get in contact with her, the best place to go would be uh, your website. Is that right, Lindsay? Yeah, oneclicklindsay.com. You can spell that any way you want. Essentially, there you'll find my latest Traffic and Leads podcast episode. You'll find any video tutorials that I do. I try to keep them a minute or less so that because I know everyone's busy. You'll find any blog articles, which is basically I try to boil internet marketing down to very easy to consume tidbits. So definitely oneclicklindsay.com is the best place to find me. All right, excellent. And I'll just spell that out for our listeners. So it's O-N-E-C-L-I-C-K-L-I-N-D-S-E-Y.com. So thanks again, Lindsay. Really appreciate you being with us today and sharing these great insights. And I also want to thank everyone for listening today to our podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you got a lot out of it. As a way of saying thank you for being a loyal listener, I've got a very special gift for you. You can get immediate access to my online business coaching program for free. These step-by-step videos will show you how to set up your website, 
create an automated sales funnel and also how to drive targeted traffic to your business for literally pennies per click. It's ready for you to access right now. Simply head on over to johnslikes.com forward slash podcast. This is John Lagadaka signing off. I'll see you all next time.